it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of New Horizons. This week, your host is John Simpson. Our guest in this week's edition of New Horizons is a longtime colleague of mine, Steve Williamson, the Chief Executive with Deafness Forum of Australia. Steve, we might start by talking a little bit about the Deafness Forum of Australia and what its purpose is, who it represents, the sort of work it does. John, thanks for that. Well, it, it's um, it's a citizen-owned, not-for-profit organisation, advocacy organisation, and its aims are to support all Australians who are deaf or hard of hearing um, to live well in the community. And it has four goals, essentially, to achieve its mission. And the first and overarching goal is that proper inclusion of people who are deaf and hard of hearing uh, to be included in the Australian community. The second goal is about prevention of hearing loss. Uh, almost half the incidence of induced hearing loss can be avoided. Um, the third goal is identifying hearing, lock, hearing loss and addressing it, and that includes early intervention practices for children and also for adults. And the final goal is supporting policy and programs that address ear and hearing issues in Indigenous communities so that we can play a role in helping to close the gap for First Nations peoples. Um, it serves, principally, it serves the consumer, you know, the citizen, um, and, uh, and like Blind Citizens Australia and other other uh, great peaks in Australia, um, it, it has the same sort of way that it conducts its business and consults with its members and advocates towards governments. But the membership is different and um, and it is all, all players in the sector and that, that includes service providers and that could be teachers of the deaf or clinicians or researchers and academics um, and uh, and the organisations that they are represented by or work for. And so we have organisations as members and individuals as members, and they all come together. See, the, the name forum isn't an accident. It is a forum. Mm. It's a place that people come together and we try and, you know, find common, common ideas and we take that forward. Um, but the citizen lens is what's applied to everything. So we learn from what's going on in academia and research and what have you. And, um, and, and we apply that to inform a citizen's advocacy view. And actually, it works tremendously well. And I'm, I'm a little surprised, John, actually, it hasn't sort of taken off in other areas um, because so often the problem is that contact, that communication between different parts of the sector to sort of find where is the common ground, where we can work together and pool our resources, and where are those things that we absolutely disagree on <laughs> and mm. we'll never collaborate on. So, you know, maybe maybe it's a, mo it's a model that stood us in good stead for 30 years so, you know, m maybe it's a model that might be adopted by others. And it, it's these days it's called, for your listeners, you've probably heard of it, it's called the community of practice. And that's where yes. you get everybody together to work on a problem. And uh, and that's really that's really essentially what it was. One of your uh, major outputs is your one in six newsletter. I love the name. Oh, <laughs> well, and John, and you know, uh, but I'll say it for your listeners, uh, one in six Australians have some degree of hearing loss. And, uh, and that's where the name came from. One of the key roles for Deafness Forum is to be a place where you can get good quality, relevant information that's unbiased um, and allows people to make their own minds up about, you know, new developments, 
gene therapies, new devices, new forms of rehabilitation and what have you, and government programs. If anyone was to go to deafnessforum.org.au, you'll see up the top there's a tab, and I think it just says newsletter. Um, and, uh, and if not, um, you can always get a, a message through to me, Steve Williamson, CEO, um, and I'm pretty, uh, pretty much available, and I think my details are all over the website where you and I, and more particularly where Blind Citizens Australia and Deafness Forum have worked together, is in consumer representation. Uh, yes. What do you see as the um, the major challenges in that area at the moment? Well, let me, let me just say from the outset, John, I think that, you know, something you've been advocating for as long as, you know, more than a decade I've known you and, and Blind Citizens Australia, the, the thing is we, we, we need to find those issues where we can work together, where it's advantageous. That's right. People with yeah. hearing issues and sight issues to work together. But that doesn't mean that there the, the should not be the sovereign organisations that solely represent the people mm. without that. Yeah, we've got, to, we've got to protect that because that's the expertise, that's the depth of knowledge um, and has the community links. We've got to avoid sort of generalising things and treating them as just disability or sensory disability. But I do think in certain cases we can. You know, I so agree with somebody. I've heard you say it many times. It's it's important to find those those synergies and work on them when we can. But over in over you know my little neck of the woods that that I'm particularly interested in on a daily basis is is hearing loss. And the thing about it is is it occurs across the life course. You know like vision issues it, it begins at birth or before birth actually and until the end of our lives and um it doesn't discriminate about if you've got a favorable postcode that won't make any difference and there's about four million australians with hearing loss and that's expected to double by 2050 for two reasons um we're getting older we're living longer and um and hearing loss is is strongly linked to um to uh aging um, and so there's the, the, the price of being longer. Our hearing will deteriorate over that time. Um, but also we're living in a very noisy world and it's getting more and more noisy. And particularly young people who have, you know, listening, recreational listening habits that are just terribly damaging to their hearing. And, you know, in the future, John, we're going to, if not already, we're going to find 40-year-olds with the, you know, the hearing acuity of 60-year-olds and 70-year-olds because of the noise that that's part of their everyday lives. So we've got to we've got to correct that if we can. We've got to intervene. So, Steve, can I read into that that um, um, environmental impacts are certainly a substantial cause of hearing loss yeah. these days? Yeah. John, don't blame you for mixing the terms. I mean, we do often talk – there's so many things that are, we have in common. It's true, isn't it? And, yes, uh, there are there are those causes such as ageing and and there are, you know, but there are things like um, oh, medicines, bad medicines, if I can call it that, but medicines mm. that damage hearing and some of the cancer drugs do that. Um, and, um, and 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 then, you know, the, the, the noisy occupations. I mean, you can imagine working on a jackhammer in a CBD, you know, uh, uh, over 20 years or around heavy machinery in the building industry and construction game. Um, <clears throat> those people have, um, uh, have high risks of hearing loss and they're exposed to loud noises over a long period of time. So that's frequency and noise together and over a period of time, that's what's really going to cause the, the damage that is irreversible. But then there's the recreational side of life and, um, you know, it's, you know, <laughs> earbuds and what have you and, and headphones are... Um, Here's here's a piece of irony for you, John. Uh, so so Apple creates um, beautiful hearing devices um, and uh, personal hearing devices for listening to your, your mm -hmm. phone or whatever. Um, and and 
and they are not always moderated in terms of the volume. So people have them, especially younger people, have them at very loud volumes for a long time. Um, and and that, that ruins hearing. But at the same time, uh, Apple and others like them and Google are investing in uh, the hearing aid part of the industry. And so they're, mm. they're actually creating hearing aids. So they're, they're developing a product to address the problem that their other product has has created. So you see, it's very hard. It's very hard to resist uh, that sort of thing, um, and and that's why it's such a problem for uh, economies uh, because the health bills, um, the, the the impact it has on people's capacity to work, and just the just the ordinary social costs of people withdrawing from their communities. Um, that's that's something that's got to be addressed because there's a tsunami of it happening as we speak. Now, Steve, I want understand that there's a new awareness campaign. Yeah. Just launched or about to be launched? Can you yeah. tell us about that? Yeah, I, I can, and 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 we're not the architect of it, John. I can't. We can't claim credit for it. Although you know, like like Blind Citizens Australia, you know, we we advocate for public awareness uh, over sure. decade generations, actually. Mm. Um, and um, and and we were fortunate enough to be able to, and and others with others, we you know, sort of capture the attention of government. Um, and um, it, it, the government invested uh, quite a few million dollars in creating what's largely a social media, but there have been some ads on TV, uh, a, a campaign uh, that's of a public nature, and um, essentially it's um, it's addressing the stigma. Um, it's it's saying that um, uh, uh, you know you, you might people might have other health conditions or disabilities and that can push hearing down their list of priorities and it's saying that you know there's, there's all enormous benefits in being proactive for individual to take a proactive approach to their hearing health and so the message is it's particularly um, addressed to middle what we call middle life adult onset of hearing loss and that's you know people in their 50s plus or maybe their family and friends are noticing those difficulties before them and um and this is about taking a proactive approach to that and um treating the treating hearing as a you know rather fragile and precious and taking steps to protect it but also if there is a hearing loss to seek professional intervention you know go and see that go and see the clinic clinicians and um and get something done about it because uh, a device might be helpful um, but but also some other listening skills, things like using switching on the captions on your on your smartphone and your television and your iPad. Those sorts of things can um, can actually improve the uh, the quality of life. So I think the government's you know it profoundly correct in having this campaign. Um, and uh, but I think the motivator, which which we agree with, by the way, uh, actually we don't care why they're doing it; they're doing it. And that's yeah, right. That's right. Yeah, but the thing yeah. is that, that they realise there's a very big. It's, it's like not addressing vision loss. You know, it's there's a huge um, effect, and it's and it's not just the medical bills. It's it's just um, the the cost of well, lack of tax. You know, people aren't paying enough taxes. They can't stay in their work long enough. They can't find work that suits their standard of skills and education. So all of those things come together and say, look, there's an economic and there's a social cost that. We know by intervening and with a bit of public awareness, you know, we might be able to make some inroads there and save the nation. There's not a lot of us taxpayers left, uh, John, as you know, you know, there's only a handful of us really paying tax. And when you look at the whole population, that we've got to make sure that we, uh, you know, that we, we we do everything we can to reduce avoidable impacts on our, you know, our national economy, which results in our national standard of living. So the reason... Uh... 
uh, that I wanted to talk to you on the program this week is exactly for that uh, that point because, of course, as you'll appreciate, the coincidence of vision loss and hearing loss, particularly in later life, is is substantial. And uh, uh, I think this is a message that really uh, uh, I wanted to get to our listenership because, uh, of course, if you compound hearing loss with vision loss, uh, the impacts are even greater. Oh, and and, prof- and profound impacts, aren't they? And, you know, I mean, it's interesting that, you know, while Australians have become used to using, to having regular eye tests, you know, very, very few, relatively few Australians have routine hearing tests. And that's a great cause of concern for us, given, as I said that earlier, that midlife hearing loss is, mm. is a, well, actually, it's the single biggest modifiable risk factor for dementia diagnosis in later life. So you can see the quality of life impact. But I think that what, uh, what we what we need to acknowledge is we're you know we're living longer and and there is a price to pay for that um, and we should not ignore it and we shouldn't nor should we say hey look that's just that's just getting older you know I'm going to have to wear stronger and stronger glasses I might have to get a hearing aid you know um, but but then again what can I do let's ignore it and that's what happens it gets pushed down the list how often do we hear oh no I'm not uh, I'm not deaf I just don't hear quite so well now. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I hear a lot of in my people my age is, is it's not me, it's like everybody in the family is mumbling. You know, could, could people please speak up? I think that we need to uh, we need to uh, be more appreciative of of uh, the gifts of, of, of vision and hearing. Um, and I think uh, we all of us have a role in explaining that to the broader community um, because um, uh, what, what we'd like to see in the future is that all of us take greater responsibility for our situation, but also we need a we need a, a more canny community and government that recognises that certain interventions can be made, and it could be it could be things like lowering the prices of um, hearing aids and 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 appointments for vision appointments and what have you. It could be about saying if we can subsidise things that people need at particular times in their lives, um, then that's going to give everyone, including the economy, you know, a better start um, and keep us all healthier for longer. John Simpson there with that interview with Steve Williamson from Deafness Forum of Australia. Get in touch with Blind Citizens Australia by email bca at bca.org.au bca at bca.org.au or you can call 1-800-033-660 1-800-033-660 We'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realisation of a dream of our dreams